Hello guys and welcome to section one of Divorce Does Not Failure Workshop. Let's get to it. So the title of chapter one is What is Truth Anyway? So I really want to get into a little bit of science here to tie all of this in together because some of these things, when we are able to understand the practical, logical side of it, we're more willing to be open-minded about its correlating point. We're more willing also to be doing the, do the practices when we really get the practical side of it. When we get the purpose, then we're willing to do the practices. That's something I say a lot when I coach, and it's something that I find really true and really helpful to feed that logical portion of the brain that needs that, to feed it the information so that it can kind of relax in order to be open to possibly the new ideas that are coming in. So let's do that right off the bat, shall we? So when you are born, you your brain is on the same brainwave level as a hypnotic state. So essentially, you are a sponge in the most genuine manner. Everything that happens around you, you absorb. If there's tension around you, you absorb it. If there's joy around you, you absorb it. There's You're taking in everything, not just things you see. Okay, this is physics. This is something that if it interests you, I can totally give you resources, but it's super fascinating and I love it. I am a very big science person. I believe in knowing your stuff. And so when you understand this, what happens after that first six to seven years is the what you really experience this first bit of your life really becomes the it programs, the computer. It's kind of like you're born and your brain has, uh, it's a it's a computer, it's a computer. And what happens the first seven years of your life really programs you, right? Just like you have a Mac you have, or you have a computer and it has the correct version of software on it. It's the same concept with your brain. And what will happen along the way is our sub, this is called our subconscious. That's really what forms our subconscious is those first seven years. And then what really impacts the subconscious is anything that's repeated, especially repeated with emotion, especially repeated with movement. And those concepts are going to come up more, um, they're going to come into play throughout this work that we do with really shifting that perception, not just in a mental way, although that is really supportive. When we move from the belief or the feeling that divorce is not failure into the neutrality of, yeah, I totally, yeah, I'm 100% divorced. You see the difference in the confidence there and to being really comfortable with it and confident in it. And we trust that it was a part of our life because it was supposed to be. When we can move from one, one, that one state to the other, we're going to probably have to do some subconscious work around this because as we do this and we do these practices to support that transition, we need to know why we're doing them. And so when you understand the repetition and mixing it with the emotion and you understand why we're doing it, it all makes it all makes sense, right? It all makes way more sense to you. And then you're willing to do it more. You're willing to recommit, recommitting being that when you miss a few days or you don't do things you said you do, you're not really that worried about it. You're like, all right, I'm going to do it now. You don't really get into a lot of judgment. You don't get into a lot of shame. You don't get into a lot of self-condemnation. You just observe that you did the thing that you used to do because now you realize it's just what you've done all these years, but you're doing something kind of new. And now that you're doing something new, it's going to take some time to get, you know, get wired in, so to speak. And when I say wired in, I mean into your brain and into your body. All right. So when we grow up with things that are repetitive, right? We grow up with things throughout our life. Maybe it's the way that the towels are folded or the way that, you know, we put the laundry detergent in before we wash the clothes or after. And as you have all these little normal things that you do in your life, I'm sure you've all experienced this. You get married or you get into an intimate relationship with someone. They do it differently. 
And immediately you're like, wait, that doesn't, that's not, no, that's not what you do. You're supposed to do it this way. Another person's like, well, I've always done it this way. And sometimes we kind of have this moment where we, we really do in that moment, we feel like they're doing it wrong, right? We feel like, no, it should be done the other way. Or maybe it's this, it's this absolute opposite, right? And sometimes it can be things that are a bit more emotional, emotionally tied, um, maybe even more might say life-changing than just the, t- the laundry, the towels, or mopping the floor, or things like that as far as daily life. Um, but what will happen is we often, we have these beliefs, these, this way that we see life, these things that are acceptable to do. And then if you do them opposite, we automatically think like, well, you're bad, and that's not right, like that's wrong, or you're unholy, or, 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 right? And really, if we're willing to go, Take a breath. Hmm. Okay, this doesn't actually matter. They're just choosing to do it different. If I fold a towel one way and my best friend comes in and refolds it a completely different way, it's not wrong. It's just different. And we have different ways of doing things because we're all human. And we all aren't meant to live the exact same way. We're not all meant to have the exact same life experience. Now, that might be your belief. And if that is, that's okay. But my belief, and from what I've witnessed... We aren't here to live the same life experience. We all have different paths in life, right? And so we're willing to look at these ways of that we see things are supposed to be done. Air quotes here. The way things are supposed to be done. We realize they're really just opinions, right? There's nothing wrong. It's just different. And most of our personal opinions or personal preferences, is another word, really just equates to our way of seeing things. And we simply have a really strong opinion about it. And this does usually come from the early childhood years or things that happened on repeat. They're really just our opinions. They're not locked in, hold, card, cold, hard, absolute truths. And if we're willing to maybe just take a breath, let go, step back, And maybe just allow the fact that it's just our opinion to kind of come to the forefront of our mind. If we're willing to do this, especially with the concept of divorce, then we can really do the work that's needed to be done to shift this opinion. I mentioned in the intro that this was an opinion that I found that most people who'd went through divorce really held deep inside. It wasn't something that they would say in the immediate, but it was something that was really deep within them. And when you can uproot or transmute, however you want to speak of that, that emotion, it supports you. It opens up more opportunities for you in life. It is going to be something that helps you experience an even better life. Because when we feel into the deepest emotional aspects of who we are, the better our life experience And ultimately at its core, that's what every single human wants. There is not a single human that I know that doesn't want to have a life that is fun, that is vital, that is joyful, that is content, that's satisfied. It doesn't mean that you're on cloud 10 all the time. But for the most part, you really do. You enjoy your life genuinely. Your life isn't mundane. It's enjoyable. You do the things you actually want to do in life. You have to care about how you feel. And you have to be willing to look at the things that are there that aren't supporting how you feel. And sometimes it's the things that are a little bit deeper. 
And if you're willing to spend some time and you're willing to shift those perspectives, you're willing to let go of opinions, you're willing to anchor in new beliefs, it's going to get even better and better. And even that phrase right there, life gets to get better and better, that is a belief that you can take and you can anchor it in. You can wire it in. Again, going back to the subconscious and back to the mind, when we do things on repeat, especially with emotion, they're going to be more wired into how we think about things and therefore how we see others and their experience and then also how we feel about it because how we feel really, really matters. As you move through this process of allowing that feeling of divorce being failure as you allow your your mind and your body to release this opinion because you know it really doesn't do anything for you it doesn't support you on a physical level and what i mean by that is that feeling that divorce is failure is a feeling of a lower vibrational number it is a feeling of a lower vibrational quality meaning there is an emotional scale and the lower emotional, on the, lo- on the lower part of the emotional scale, you have feelings like frustration, anger, resentment, fear. All of these things they have proven release chemicals in the body that are destructive to the body. Epigenetics is one of my fun little side things that I like to get into. And it is actually the study of when the human's emotional landscape is genuine contentment, satisfaction, and joy. It doesn't matter what predisposition genes that they have, they will not turn on. So I can have the breast cancer gene, but when I'm emotionally in a really good place, dominantly, it doesn't mean you won't experience frustration or anger or any of those things. You are human. You're going to experience a wide range of emotions and you want to experience a wide range of emotions, but your dominant emotion really is joy. It really is fun. It really is contentment and satisfaction. Maybe it's peace. All of these things, these emotions support the physical body. And so it's really important that we really do know what beliefs are in our heart. And then we really are able to go, what is true? What is true? So I'm asking you right now, really to look at what is true for you. What is true for you? 